Hey everybody, welcome to episode six of The Jillian Show. I am going to give a quick little disclaimer that this episode may be difficult for some listeners, it may be triggering for some listeners. Um, topics that will be included will be um, suicidal ideation, suicide, and thoughts of just sad stuff that sucks. Um, but through this platform, it's very, very important to me that I am vulnerable, that I am honest, that I share things that can be helpful to people and that I am true to who I am. I am an advocate for mental health awareness. I am a suicide survivor. So I'm going to share a little bit about my story, but that will be quick because it's kind of just not fun to listen to. Um, and then I just have some thoughts to offer to anyone listening who might be moving through some of these feelings. Um, and I guess another perspective this could offer is for people who have been there to know that they are not alone. When I share my story with you, I want you to know that you are not alone. If someone you know is struggling, I want you to share this with them. With that, I am not a licensed mental health practitioner. I am not a doctor. Um, I'm just talking about my experiences. And if you are struggling or know someone who is struggling, um, you need to let somebody know. So 988 is the suicide hotline number. Um, and please, please use that. If you, if you are struggling, if you know someone who is struggling, let's get them in touch with some help and with some resources. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. The point of me sharing this is Gosh, I've been thinking of throughout my life when would be the time for me to share my story publicly um, and it's never really, I've always known that I would because I feel deeply like there are so many times in my life where I could have died and I didn't and so I've always felt just this spirit of resilience in me Um and this is probably, it's probably hard for people who love me to hear me talk about this, especially people in my family or people who are close to me around that time or people who know me now that might not know this piece of my life. Um, I don't actively share it, but I am a teacher. Um, it's my 10th year teaching and every year I tell my students when I introduce myself that I am a suicide survivor and that I'm a resource for them. Um, 
it always quiets the room, but I say, I would never tell you guys anything that I was uncomfortable talking about. And so just know that I am here. Um, and I get it. If you're struggling, like I, I a thousand percent get that. Um, and I want to help you and I want to show you that, um, gosh, what, what's ahead of you in life is more beautiful than, than you could ever dream. Um, and so with that, I, my story is that I was, I believe 17 years old, um, a senior in high school. I was struggling with a lot of feelings of not being loved. As I look back, I just wanted love so bad. I wanted to be accepted so bad. I wanted to just feel that that connection. Um, and I didn't. Um, and I need to let you know that I was, you know, on my school's dance team. I graduated with a 4.2 GPA. I was a peer helper and a peer mentor. I mentored kids at the local elementary school. I was in national honor society. Um, looking at me from the outside, you just wouldn't have known. Um, and I think that's important because our brains love to categorize things and they love to say, um, they just want to label things. And so when you would look at me and the student I was at that time, the person I was, you probably wouldn't have assumed that, um, but then they, but then I, I was, I, I was struggling and I can literally close my eyes and go right back to the whole thing. I remember it all very clearly. Um, and I took a bunch of pills and my stomach started to hurt and I told my parents, I need to go to the hospital right now. And they were completely um, caught off guard. And as I relive that now as a parent, oh my God. (sighs) Um, Gosh. And so we went to the hospital. When when we get there, they do whatever they do for you. Um, And they wanted, they were testing my blood and the levels of aspirin, which is apparently the most fatal. I did not know that. Um, the levels of whatever was in my blood were supposed to go down and they were not, they were climbing. Um, and they told me that I was one pill away from dying. One pill. Um, and it's crazy to me cause I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't sit there. I wasn't counting anything out. Right. Um, but one more. And if that doesn't show you, um, anything about the divine plan in life, then I don't, I don't know what to tell you because that's crazy to me. I remember that it was kind of okay. It was kind of like they take you to the place where they put the people who have mental problems and they just start monitoring you. I had to drink like liquid charcoal with, um, Hershey's. I don't know what it was. It was disgusting, obviously. Um, and they, it, I could tell everyone's tone started to change when those levels continued to rise. Um, 
And then the relief in everyone's set when they started to come back down. I literally have a mental image of like the nurse with this look on her face like, oh my gosh. Um, and now this is like early-ish 2000s, 2006, um, maybe early 2007. And at that time, I know it's crazy to think about it now because we talk a lot about mental health. Um, but you did not at that time. Um, and so whenever they released me from the hospital, we went to eat and then like I went back to school, I performed my dance routine like the next night. And I remember a teammate saying to me that they couldn't believe that they let me perform. And like, she knew what happened, but at that time it, it just, we're very lucky that right now um, it's taken seriously and it's something that people talk about because I know it saves a lot of lives. I really know it does. And that's kind of the mission and the platform that I have here because I think it's really important. Um, so we go on through life and I can't tell you that I haven't struggled since because I have. Um, I tried different antidepressant medications never felt like myself. And I just knew in my heart that wasn't the solution. Um, I've struggled over time with not feeling enough, with life not going how I want it to. And um, I will say that, you know, I had children youngish. Um, and being a mother has been a, one of the most centering humbling and purpose giving pieces of all time. Um, when you have children, you just are living for more than yourself. And it's like, you can be down bad. You can be in the freaking dumpster of your life, but you know, you have kids. And so it's like, there's no option except to come out on the other side of it. And I made it my mission a long time ago that I'm not just going to survive through life. Um, my mission is to thrive and to spread joy and to share my story and inspire and encourage other people. Um, I also um, was in a really bad car accident that my vehicle was totaled. I was hit going like 65 miles per hour on a highway. I also walked away from that fine. And so I'm not pushing like a spiritual thing on anyone. Um, but I just have lived in such a way and I've experienced such things that I know that my life has a purpose. Um, and my hope is that if you are listening to this, that sometimes in those moments we are feeling so low, like we have no options. And I have felt that way literally so many times. Um, and it's just the choices that I make to be committed to coming out on the other side of it and being better um, that have moved me through that. I've luckily gotten to see my life flourish and feel 
the peace, the joy, the satisfaction, the fulfillment, the deep, deep love that I never would have gotten to had I not been alive. Um, I have children that I never would have had who are going to leave their own mark on the world and have their own story and their trajectory that I never would have had had I not been alive. As a teacher, I have had, unfortunately, but fortunately, students disclose to me when they have been feeling. That's why I put it out there. And I have gotten to connect so many kids to resources. And then I see them now thriving. And if they're not quite thriving, they're still going in a direction. You know, they're still here um, in pursuit of whatever it is they're on this earth for. Um, and that is my message. If you have felt that deep, deep feeling of pain where you feel like there's no other way out, um, I see you and I hear you and I just stand with you because gosh, dang, gosh, I, I feel that. Um, and I can, close my eyes and go right back to the moments in my life where I have felt that. Um, And if you're patient with yourself long enough, you will start to not feel that way. I know that's so hard to think when you are in, you know, an episode of depression or if you're experiencing that. It's hard to see how it could be better, but it can be better and it gets so much better. And not only does it get so much better, you have experienced something that can connect you deeply to other people. And that is so beautiful. It is so beautiful and in overcoming something like this is something to just be so proud of. Um... But that doesn't mean it's not hard work and it doesn't mean that you won't need help and support. If you are feeling that way, you need help and you need support. You need to find somebody you trust and you need to tell them what's going on. You need to share with a teacher or a trusted adult. If you are a child, you need to share with your partner. If you are in a partnership, you need to tell somebody. Because if you exit this earthly world without the people closest to you knowing how you are feeling, there's just going to be a lot of emptiness and people want to help you. People want to love you. You are worthy of being loved and you are not a burden for anyone. You were designed with a purpose. That is my belief. You are walking this earth to shine light and to add whatever goodness that you were designed with for the rest of us. And if you don't do that, you leave a hole, you leave a void in the beautiful experience of life um, where you were supposed to add something. So you have a purpose if you haven't discovered it yet. Um, There's peace ahead of you. If you feel like the world is too noisy, there's just so many things that you can do um, to to feel better and to move through life in a different, more healthy and positive way. Um, 
I, to this day, cannot tolerate medications. Um, And I always found in life when I was out of alignment with my purpose, I would feel really bad. If I was existing in a space where I was allowing myself to be mistreated, I would be really feeling really sad and really bad and really down. Um, As I reflect... It's always felt like I wasn't listening to my own spirit and my own intuition. And those are the situations that I would feel the worst in. Um, and that's just kind of my, my story with it. The moment I stopped letting myself be mistreated and I stopped being in environments and situations that weren't serving me, um, when I made changes in a career or, or something like that, where I was going more towards joy and going more towards my purpose, which looks like the things that feel good to me and the things that make me feel, um, like I should be there. And that's very nuanced and very intuitive, um, woo woo delulu sounding like, but it's for real. When I started to listen to my own intuition Um, and make those boundaries and do the things that I know I needed to be doing for me, the less I felt bad. Um, And that's not to take away from, you know, depression and anxiety and how they present themselves in our lives. But I think that something in our spirit knows that we deserve more and we deserve better And it's just going to kind of keep stirring at us until we are ready to listen. If you're struggling right now, I want you to know that you are loved. You are worthy. You are created for a purpose. You have so much beautiful life ahead of you. And I'm giving you a big hug through whatever you're listening to this through. um, Because you are loved. Um, You're not alone in your feelings. I don't want you to feel... um, lonely or isolated because here I am a whole old woman with four kids and 27 jobs and I've been here and let me tell you what it's just starting to get good I had to learn how to get outside and get fresh air I had to learn how to move my body and do things that gave me peace of mind um limiting substances that alter my thinking. Um, If you are struggling, I definitely suggest sobering up and starting to write down how you're feeling so that you can start to heal. Um, Find some resources. If you need to go to the doctor and get some medication, go to the doctor and get some medication until you can work through some things, okay? It might be a long, hard road ahead of you, but I'm going to promise to you that it's a thousand percent worth it. That's what I have for today. I'm sorry if it was sad or depressing, but there's people out here who need to hear this, and I'm happy to be the one to share it. So until next time, this has been the Jillian show. If you are struggling and need resources um, with mental health, please call 988. Please find a trusted adult, call a physician, let somebody know that you are struggling um, 
so that your circle can help you. Until next time.